Welcome to Dice Camera Action in audio form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. For the current Tomb of Annihilation storyline as the Waffle Crew adventures in the jungles of Chult, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dungeon Delve RSS feed. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash toa, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca. We'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew, and welcome to the jungle, my friends. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Dice Camera Action. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we're some of us are coming back from conventions and are, are really zonked. Some of us are feeling ill. Some of us have, you know, all kinds of sicknesses and bugs that we're spreading around. But we're here. Yay! But Anna's fine. But Anna's Anna, great. But Anna's great. Some of us are fine. And I went to the forest. She's fine. I, did, I stood in a waterfall and it sprayed on my face and cleansed me. I'm just like... I'm full of Pacific Northwest energy, which is my life force. So even if I were sick and tired and stressed. Yeah. So Anna's carrying cares? this episode. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I just think it's very appropriate because, like, we would be sick and tired yes. and messed yes. up. Absolutely. Like, makes a lot of sense. Method me. acting. Method. <laughs> All right. Uh, previously in the Waffle Cruise adventures, uh, D.F. Strix Evelyn chased their good friend Paulton across the Shadowfell to stop him from making a horrible mistake and using the Ring of Winter to bring forth a new Ravenloft domain for which he would be the Dark Lord. Uh, as expected, things did not go according to anybody's plan. And uh, in the midst of the snowy chaos, the Ring of Winter disappeared. And it's not altogether clear what happened to it. Uh, Neither Strix, Evelyn, Diath, nor Paulton were um, evident or, or, or really in a position to determine what happened to the ring at the time it disappeared. It simply seemed to vanish from Paulton's hand, along with a woman whom Diath and Evelyn aren't sure was really with the party at any time in the Shadowfell. Uh, Strix, however, does does can affirm that there was an elf in the party named Miranda, and she seems to have disappeared at the same time the ring did, along with two Shatterkai assassins. Also gone is a Vistani wagon that Strix's half-brother, Isaac, arrived in. Um, Isaac is still with the party. The two Barovian guards who were with him <laughs> died at the hands of Paulton's ice soldiers, as did the faceless Avenger Lord Nile, apparently. So, where do we stand? The Waffle Crew is standing outside the smoldering wreckage of the Dead-Eyed Drunk Tavern, which Strix reduced to its foundations, uh, turned into a smoldering pyre with her fireball magic. Uh, so that thing is still kind of giving off billowing clouds of smoke. Paulton's ice army is now a derelict. Um, they seem to have lost the magic that once animated them. And so these ice sculptures of Paulton are everywhere. One is missing its face because Paulton slammed his tankard across it. Uh, um, and 
three of the four members of the Waffle Crew are currently suffering from various kinds of despair. And Paulton is despairing for reasons of his own. So Our with that... have normal despair. Yes. With that, what's all happening with you guys? You said Lord Nile got killed. He, you see his prostrate body on the snowy hill, um, his sword lying nearby. Ice sculptures of Paulton, some of them decapitated, some of them broken, others intact but falling over all around him. Evelyn goes to inspect him. Okay. Uh, when you do, you see that uh, there are broken off ice blades stuck in his body uh, here, there, and everywhere. Uh, or, sorry, through his clothes. Um, but when you inspect him more closely, you see that his armor, his cloak, and his burlap hood have nothing in them. It's just empty clothes. Told you it wasn't real. Was there a person wearing these things? <laughs> you sort of hold up the empty garments <laughs> for all to see. No, I don't think so. I guess not. Yeah, that's so weird that a, a, a suit of armor would just kind of, I don't, I don't remember. She kind of is just like scratching her head looking at it like she's trying really hard to understand it. Mm-hmm. Is there anything valuable, like a weapon of his that we might want to take? No, in fact, uh, his he was fighting with a, a longsword that looks like it was quite ancient and corroded. Um, if I see them looking at, at, the, <clears throat> at the body, I'll just like shuffle over there and see, yep. if, see if there's any magic going okay. on. Uh, you don't see any magic around Lord Nile. I would also be remiss in, in not pointing out one other creature who is present with the Waffle Crew, and that is the big rotting zombie ogre that's oh. attached to the Shatterkai's abandoned coach. And the coach, as you recall, is a run-down old jalopy with a bunch of crossbow bolts sticking out of it at odd angles. Um, does that creature look like it's hostile or just hanging out? It's just hanging out. Okay, and it, cool. it's, it's this sort of blue, bluish-gray zombie with parts of its skin peeled off where you can see sort of underneath bone and sinew. Uh, it's obviously sort of been out in the cold for a long time, which explains its color and the fact that it's sort of got a frosty coating. And uh, in place of one of, its, uh, one of its arms, which is chopped off at the elbow, there is a large iron meat hook. All right. Um, I know... I'm, I'm just going to... Can I do maybe like, maybe just walk up to that thing and just kind of like, maybe put a blanket over it if it looks cold. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You, you, sort of, you kind of have to climb up onto okay. the couch or couch, right. coach and sort of throw the blanket up over its okay. head and shoulders, which sort of covers just the head and shoulders. Okay. And I'm just going to say your name is Hooky the Third <laughs> and you're going to be A-okay. You're a pet now. <laughs> it doesn't react to you in any way. Okay. I'm on top of it just petting his head. Okay. <laughs> Strix has had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can see one of the coach uh, side doors is kind of hanging open as well. Oh, cool. I'll, I'll go inspect the inside then. Okay. You can see as you look inside, there are two benches that face each other, one at the front, one at the back. One of the benches has been thrown up, upward, and left open, revealing a compartment. 
Oh, in, I... in the bench compartment, as you look around, you can see a few stray gold coins and nothing else. Looks like it's been emptied. I don't know what those are for because we don't have any money, but I'll take them. <laughs> okay, you take these three. <laughs> I'll take them. When you, and I'll just, okay, when, I'll, you, when you take one of the coins and you lift it up, you can see it's got the profile of Strahd of course. on it. I don't want it anymore. The other, coins, <laughs> the other coins appear to be different, like they came from somewhere else. Okay, I leave the Strahd one okay. and I take the other two. All right. <laughs> I'm out to... Uh, um, Who's closest to me right now? What are you guys doing? Uh, Diath and Paulton kind of wandered down mm -hmm. the hill a bit. Diath followed after Paulton with Simon, as you recall, and kind of reunited yeah. Paulton and Simon. All right. Well, if no one's there, then yeah. I'll just I'll keep looking around for stuff. Okay. I'm, I'm, my goal is to find some kind of way to get out of here. Like, okay. if I could do an arcana check or find a portal key or something, I want to find a way out. Of not just the area, of the shadow of the Shadowfell. Okay, make, yeah. a, make an arcana check for me. Okay. At one point, I was making a map. Was that yes. worthless? Because we were going for a while. Yeah, you do have a you you did attempt to make a map, charting your progress from where you arrived in the Shadowfell to this place. That map is still with you. Okay. I got um, that at least. If we want to get back to that spot, because I, I think that still works. Maybe. That took us days, and we'd be dead. But I got a 17. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'm dying. <laughs> you don't see anything here that would suggest there's a shadow crossing, but you know that in general, shadow crossings from the material plane to the shadow fell are most common in places where there has been a lot of death. Okay. Or where the dead are buried. So cemeteries and battlefields being great examples. All right. Great. Okay. Is this a battlefield? Um, Did we make one? Um, made a little one. <laughs> <laughs> I made a big one. All right. Evelyn is just like she. She took the sword and like the helm and kind of made like a warrior's monument out of it. And now she's oh, just it's kind just, of it's just like a sword with a burlap sack with eye holes on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And yeah. then she's just kind of walking the ranks of the ice paltons and okay. just like staring at them thoughtfully. Okay. Are those things like still just hanging out, or do they like melt or shatter? Oh, you said they um, froze. Like, so there's, it's it's still rather cold here. Um, the Ring of Winter's departure did not change the temperature or the climate at all. So um, they're not going to melt anytime soon, but they are clearly not animate anymore. Okay. Uh, also, the DF is cold. Yes. Yes. You feel that pretty real. Yep. Yeah, you do feel the cold, and so does Paulton. If Strix notices they're cold, then she'll find blankets in the inn and deliver everyone. There's nothing in the inn that Damn it. salvage. Do I have enough on me to give everyone a blanket? No, you, you gave your blanket to the, the ogre zombie who needs it least. Oh. Typical <laughs> 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 Strix. <laughs> And the, the wind has sort of changed a little bit, so all the smoke from the inn is now blowing over you, Strix, in the, in the coach and oh. over, the, over the zombie, because you, you guys are actually right, we're right next to the inn, um, so it's, it's, it's smoldering right, right next to you. All right. Well, while they're all doing that, I'm still going to try and befriend this ogre zombie and be like, like, try and communicate, be like, do you know where a lot of death is? It looks like you've experienced it a few times. Like, maybe, is it this way? And I'm like, like, nod if you're understanding. 
Um, let me just make a check. I'm like waving. I got my uh, staff out. As you're talking to it and kind of tapping it with the staff to get its attention and doing all that kind of thing, yeah. it does seem to acknowledge you. It kind of, it almost sort of just kind of wakes up. Oh, good. Looks around. Hookie. <laughs> uh, was there any other wagon or just the one that Meat Hook is up to? Just the one that Meat Hook is lashed to. The other Vistani wagon is gone. Um, and you could actually see its tracks go off down one of the roads in the uh, that you have not yet traveled. Okay, so is the decrepit one, does it look like it still has enough wheels and axles and things that it can function? It, it looks perfectly functional. It's got four working wheels. It's got a big lumbering brute pulling it. It looks like it could go wherever you want it to go, assuming you can get this thing to move. Yeah. You can see uh, Strix up there talking to it. <laughs> this like, come on, Hookie, I'm hitting him. Do you want to like, call up to Strix and just be like, do you know how to drive that thing? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I, I've, I spent 50 years riding around a wagon in Barovia, so I'm sure I can. I don't know about the zombie thing. So, Paulton, you have actually seen this coach roll, because you mm-hmm. um, and you do recall that when uh, Narisiana or Lavardo wanted this behemoth to go anywhere, they, cr- they shouted out its name and said something else. Um, make an intelligence check to see if you can oh, remember no. exactly what they It's said. an Italian! <laughs> That's a 16. Okay, yeah, you heard it enough. Uh, first of all, they, they would always call it Meat Hook, and mm. then usually they would say something like Andaravanti. Gotcha. So, before Paulton conveys any of this, Okay. This whole situation and amount of wine has left him feeling not so good, yeah. and he is going to throw up. And on that note, I will return in a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no! Sorry. This is the dedication that we have for Gomet. Okay, uh, so Paulton hurls all over the snow, and then... Uh, He'll, he'll probably uh, come to his senses enough afterward to tell you that uh, he heard the assassins say Andaravanti when they wanted him to go somewhere, uh, Sprigati when they wanted him to go faster, and Fermare when they wanted him to stop. All right. Spaghetti to go faster, got it. Spaghetti to go faster, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with the sort of spaghetti. Right. <laughs> Which could also short of Spinelli, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So, and Meat Hook, who I have renamed Hook Hooky, but I'll call him Meat Hooky. Mm. <laughs> well, I'll uh, you know, just pet him and stuff, and be like, oh, oh, well, we'll be nicer to you, so you can take us where there's death, right? Maybe should we follow? There are tracks here. Should we follow these? That would make sense. But they were evil. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Maybe they know the way out, though. They're clearly not going the way you came. But the direction doesn't matter here. Ugh. I don't know. I just want to leave. I hate this place. <laughs> Does Evelyn just find a portal walking on the battlefield? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, just checking. 
Yeah, Strix will look at Evelyn and Diaz and be like, yeah, you guys are still being barmy, so we need to get out of here. Uh, just in a general, I guess, mechanic fa fashion, is it uh, actually faster to travel by meat hook wagon than on foot? Uh, you have never seen meat hook walk, so you have no idea. Uh, okay. Um, we asked Nate, who's puking. Nate! Paulton, how fast does this go? Paulton will tell you that Meat Hook doesn't go particularly fast. Probably about as fast as a person walking. Maybe slightly faster, because he's got a wide stride. But he doesn't tire. No, oh, that's good. So we can go throughout the night, so yeah. overall faster. Yeah. yeah. He never has to Sorry. stop. Okay, so... Why don't we yeah. all just take this piece of shit and get out of here? <laughs> One thing you do notice, Dieth, as you kind of poke around in the in the coach, is that uh, because it does have it, its windows broke a long time ago, but at least inside here you can kind of get out of the wind. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I think closing myself off from this uh, world would be great. Okay. As soon as uh, Strix says that you guys are barmy and we need to leave, Evelyn's kind of like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> gets in the wagon. Okay. So the two of you get in the wagon. Um, Paulton is still kind of out there throwing up, uh, but Simon will kind of guide him back toward the wagon. Oh. <laughs> Evelyn um, leans over to Dieth and is like, does he look kind of unwell to you? I hope Simon was holding his hair for the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's all long it's and all black long now. It's yeah. holding his hair. <laughs> Yeah, Simon is just sort of behind Paulton, pushing him by the bum uh, toward the coach. Now, when you when you get in, when you all sort of pile into the coach, uh, Strix, are you staying up top? Yeah, Strix will, will do yeah. the. Yeah, and you've got your robe sort of bundled all around you because it is damn cold out here. Yeah, well, I figure Strix's clothes are pretty warm weather. I mean, cold weather appropriate. Yeah. So she's probably the, probably one of the warmest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I so, can't feel temperature. That's right. Or cry. Yes. yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, you think you think after it'll, you can probably hang out here for quite a while, Strix, because you are bundled up with your robes. But after a while, it might behoove you uh, to 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 change reins with Evelyn at some point, who isn't bothered at all by the cold. Then again, yeah. you also believe that the limit, the range of this winter, because it was created by the ring, it it might not go out that far. So maybe you'll get out of the cold, and things will be a little bit more tolerable. Right. Well, if uh, they're in the wagon, then Strix will tell uh, Meat Hook. To, to, she'll be like, Meat Hook, I'm dear Bond. Tay. All right, good enough. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, yeah, he starts to lumber forward and uh, makes his oh, way. Oh, and Isaac's with us too, I forgot. Oh, yes. Uh, what do you want to do with him? Um, Leave just, him. Uh, I'm gonna put him next to me on the on, on the, the top. Okay. On the top. Yeah. All right. So Strix and Isaac riding on top of the coach, Evelyn, Diath, Paulton, Simon, and be in the coach, and Waffles just sort of trundling behind it. Uh, as you make your way from the ruins of the Dead Eye Drunk down the hill toward the crossroads, and from there you're going in which direction? Oh, God, I hate crossroads. Strix will just <laughs> stick her head. <laughs> it's a Y-shaped crossroads. The bottom stem of the Y seems to go south in the direction you came, and then the two upward prongs of the Y veer off in different in northwest and northeast. Uh, Strix will stick her head in and look at particularly Dia and then be like, help! 
There's directions. Your map only tells you what's to the south. Yeah, uh, if you'll like take out the map and be like, this is where we came from. That took a month. Uh, that, 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 was, that month of travel was like direct. Mm-hmm. And that's because we were wandering idiots, right? Um, you were following a road, but... Yeah, so there's no, there's no real way for us to oh, make, oh. expedite that. I have an idea. Okay. I have an idea. Okay. Is there anything other than Meat Hook that around here that looks like it might be dead? Like a dead rat, a dead something, anything dead on the Everything ground? Everything is buried under snow. <gasps> I have a mummified raven claw on me. Okay. Which is a dead thing. Yeah. A mummy. Yeah. I'm going to fasten it onto my staff. Okay. And stick my staff in front of Meat Hook. Okay. And have him smell that raven foot. Okay. He'll smell, <laughs> the, de- go, he'll smell the dead raven foot. Yeah, and I'm going to go, go towards that smell. Okay. Uh, when you do that, he proceeds in a direction, and it's not on any of the roads. All he, right. He goes, I, we're just bumping along. He basically goes up off the road toward the east. Due east. All right. And now oh, sorry, I'm going to make a new uh, My map. mistake. Due west. All right. I'm like, this... This is the best I could do. Yeah, and now you're just going over the rain. All right, I'm shaking it in front of him, like, towards the death. And towards the, the death. And with the jostling ride, Paulton is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, with Simon beside him. Um, and Waffles following after the coach, I would imagine. Yes, Waffles is trundling behind the coach. Um, now, she will eventually tire and will need a rest. So as you make your way through the snow, over the hills and dales, over rough terrain, occasionally, you know, it seems like the coach sort of falls out from under you as you drop down suddenly and slam your butts on the the benches. Uh, And occasionally, Strix and Isaac are kind of listing to the side and uh, holding on to the uh, coach handles for dear life as this thing leads them away. after about a half mile or so, or a mi- we'll say a mile, just to keep it neat, the snow begins to thin out, and you can see the edge of Paulton's domain. And beyond that is just this sort of bleak, rocky, um, kind of North Scotland, little in the way of vegetation wasteland with foggy patches everywhere. Ugh. Better or worse? Meat Hook, avoid the foggy patches. <laughs> he doesn't seem to care. He's just following the... Follow, heading toward death. Yeah, that's, that's what I told him. <laughs> I, the, little, the little raven foot's just like, what, like swinging. Yeah. So like the usual for the waffle crew. Yes, yes. Hurtling toward hurtling death. Toward death. <laughs> Literally, I just told him to hurdle towards <laughs> death. The, uh, the entire trip, Yes. Uh, Dieth hates the fact that Isaac and is out there with Strix right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, where he's sitting in the wagon and he keeps doing that thing where he, like, looks back up in, like, their direction and kind of, like, puts his ear there just to be like, what are they talking about? What's going on? They don't seem to be talking at all. <laughs> What's happening out there? <laughs> well, Strix will definitely try and talk to him and be like, and, you know, just kind of be like, okay. please don't kill my friends. Strix, make an insight check. That's an 11. Okay, you can, with that role, you can discern two things. Isaac is upset about something. It seems to be okay. gnawing, gnawing at him. His brow um, becoming deeper and more furrowed the longer this trip wears on. Uh, two, every time Diath kind of uh, 
sticks his head out the wagon. He seems to kind of notice, and it's really starting to piss him off. Okay. Strix is just going to be like, what is wrong with you? Dieth definitely heard that because it was a scream. Uh, right, yes. Uh, and then Isaac will say, they stole my dolls! Oh, that can't be it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that can't be it. How would you like it if they stole your dolls? And he like reaches into your robe, grabs <gasps> like just one of your dolls, and throws it. Ah, that's the doll of me! I only have one left! Did I see this? Yeah. You see this little uh, Strix doll go into the dirt. Uh, Deeth immediately, like, dives out the wagon. Okay. Ah, back to retrieve it. <laughs> All right. Yes, you, you dive out of the wagon, you, you scoop up the doll, and you have it. You don't have a Strix doll, do you? <laughs> so, so Strix sees these Diaz like some guy like skittering animal just like yeah. and go back in the, into the wagon. Yes, artfully, nimbly. Yeah. Yeah, and, and she just she'll just look at or look at Isaac and be like, "People can retrieve my dolls. <laughs> you needed to make friends. My friends are my family. That's because they're nice. You've been mean." <laughs> He just glowers Got at you. If you're nice, you can be part of our family too. He said, I don't want to be. Does Evelyn hear that? Family. Yes. She looks at Dieth and she's like, Is Boystrix part of our family? Boystrix? What are you talking about? That one. He said, Boystrix. After Evelyn points, Dieth's just like, What? No. Hell no. 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 Is he evil? Is he bad? Yes. I thought he was bad. He's very bad. I think he's... Is he a- attacking Strix? Diaz will poke his like, head back out. <laughs> and then he be like... Not physically? I mean, I've been having a real hard time telling what's real and what's not lately, but I just feel like maybe there's some menace. Oh, me too. Oh, me too. I don't like this guy at all. Should we do something about it? I mean, I've, oh, I've been wanting to since we saw him. I don't know. Paulton, should we do something about it? Paulton's got his head out the back window and he's just hurling. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm supposed to roll my 50-50 chance of whether she thinks she should do something about it. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah Strix, and Strix, you're still su- sort of suffering under the effects of the dread that you feel living here, which means anything that you see kind of raises alarms. Um, yeah. So every few minutes you just hear ah! objects that don't don't mean you any harm start to take on a dire co- countenance as you gaze upon them, even if they're like a distant dead tree ah! or or some hill shape that kind of looks like a, the head of a sleeping hag or something ah! like that. You sort of personify all the objects around you and make them more foreboding. Ah! Um, occasionally, however, you do see a sign of life, and that usually amounts to a single raven or crow passing overhead. And the way it kind of does, it sort of passes and then passes again and flies back toward the north, almost like it was keeping its eyes on you. And mm. that spins dread in your mind as well. Like, what's this? Who's spying on you? Why are they sending these emissaries to chart your progress? Okay, you even see sort of over in a moor what looks like the ruins of a house that has sort of tumbled down, just leaving bits of wall and perhaps part of a chimney standing. Doesn't look like anybody's lived in it for centuries. 
but the evidence that there are at, there have been at one time people who did build things and live out here. Um, nothing on the scale of like a village or a town, just a stray building here or there. I hate this. I'm, I'm just gonna pull my my yeah. hood up over and just like, <laughs> 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 and I'm gonna tell e I'm gonna tell Isaac to go, he's scaring me and I to go in the wagon. No, I don't want him next to me. No, I don't want you next to me. I don't care. Why? He says I've come a long way to find you. But you want to hurt my friends. Only for what they put you through. Put me through? You hung one of them. He's a Lorcatha. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? And then she just like is still hiding in her head. She's like, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Who are they? They're the family that tried to destroy us. Us? I'm not even one of you. I was dumped. I'm, this is my family. They're not my family. You can't be friends with him. Friends? You can't be friends? That's unacceptable. I'm sorry. And if you say that again, you are going to be walking with the owl bear. You can't be friends with him! <laughs> she's going to stop. <laughs> she's running. She got off the wagon okay. and she's running away. She starts, you, all of you see Strix land and then pick herself back up straighten her hat and just with her hands on her hat go running <laughs> madly was this was this him threatening her with a weapon you're not sure because you didn't see it you heard him raise his voice at her and then she jumped off and ran off the coach even flies out the window of the coach okay. Do, what does she see uh yeah as soon as you do you see isaac has sort of um uh uh sort of stopped grabbed onto the the reins to sort of pull with all of his strength on meat hook to stop the wagon, so it just sort of comes to an abrupt stop, and then you see Strix sort of running off into the moors. She tackles Isaac off the carriage to the ground. Okay, just make a, um, this is a shove, basically, so, which doesn't happen often enough that I remember how it works. Um, also, if Strix sees evil and tackle him, she'll stop running and turn around and be like, oh. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Is, uh, was Dieth able to hear or see any of this as well? Yeah. Okay. You didn't see it. She definitely, definitely saw me jump it. out of the wagon. You okay. probably saw Strix running going, Instead of making an attack roll, Evelyn, make a strength athletics check contested by his strength athletics check. Oh, good luck, off. buddy. Uh, he did not roll great. I did. He's got a strength of 18. But. I got 22. Okay, yes, you knock him off the coach, and he lands. And she sits on his chest, like straddles his chest and holds his shoulders down. Okay, yeah, this, uh, huge, this huge man tries to pry himself up, but can't immediately um, get you off of him. tiny little bee on top of him. <laughs> Dieth uh, has like, also sprung out of the uh, okay. wagon at this point, and then uh, approaches Isaac in a position that Isaac would consider threatening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You now loom large over Isaac yeah. as he lies on the floor with Evelyn on his chest. Paulton, you are now alone in the coach with um, Simon and uh, Waffles behind you. Your hair. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to go out there. Okay, everybody is, now, go. everybody is now out of the coach, uh, which has come to a dead stop. Strix, you've stopped and you turn around and you can see Evelyn sitting on Isaac's chest. Um, it's probably late so it's the sun well not not the sun but it's gotten it, it's a little bit darker gray than it normally is out here and 
and of course, Dieth. Do you want to do anything once you're uh, standing on t over Dia or over Isaac? I'm sorry. Uh, not maybe address him directly, but just kind of in general, just saying something along the lines of like, "I knew it. I knew it. He he's bad. He's evil. He can't be here." Strix will shuffle, shuffle up and be like, "While you're while you're trapped on the ground, I would like to know everything you know about the Lorkatha and the Skizigs, please." Um, without... And don't you tell a lie, and he <laughs> zone of truth. Oh no, but we're all standing here. Yes, you're all in She's the zone of truth. She's from center of Evelyn. There we're all... all feel the zone of How truth. Do you, can you resist a zone of truth? Is that a thing? You so... have to do a save with charisma, I believe. So... Yeah, charisma saving throw. your turn there. We're all in it. Every You're all in a 15-foot ra radius? Yeah. yeah. So Isaac will make uh -oh. a charisma saving throw, or he'll try. He's plus two. Uh, what's the DC, Anna? Let me double check, but I think it's pretty good. 17. Okay. Anybody else want to save against the Zone of Truth? So when a Zone of Truth is cast, is this yeah. is there like a uh, like an actual visual thing you can see like a bunch of light coming out is like something we can actually yeah, notice you can, happening yeah you can see a magical zone sort of expand outward from Evelyn and then it kind of disappears and you don't see it anymore okay. i imagine that zone of truth particularly looks like super high contrast like it mm -hmm. it makes everything in super sharp relief there where it go. comes from like as though you're adding like a black border on everything for a second cool Anna, what's the uh, radius of it? 15, 15 feet radius. from me, radius. Oh, okay. Uh, Dieth doesn't want to be in that zone of truth, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Holly is suspicious. <laughs> Dieth will uh, try to resist this one. What's the DC? Never mind. 15. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, maybe he just kind of... assumes that nobody in their party would have a problem with telling the truth. <laughs> so she thinks that's fine. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, Isaac <laughs> tells Strix, uh, oh, no, <laughs> I'm, not I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm not saying anything with them around. You and I leave them behind. I'll tell you all you want to know. All that she's I not know. going anywhere with you. Shut up. Why are you really here? I'm still in the zone of truth, so ooh, I want to hit him. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, zone of truth doesn't force you to tell everything that you say. Correct. Your, everything just, that you if think. you say something, it has to be. It the has truth. to be truth. Yeah. If you fail, Paul, save. Paulton in the zone of truth is just like, I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No one in this circle has any secrets, right? Um, yeah. Uh, Isaac will uh, say to Strix again. <laughs> I'm not telling you anything while he's around. And he sort of points up at Dieth. That Fuck you, dude. He is our enemy. He always has been and he always will be. Can you tell me why? Or we're going to stab you or I'm going to burn you or he's going to stab you. He's probably going to stab you. It looks like he really wants <laughs> to stab you. <laughs> Sword needs to drink. And then he also says, he should be dead. I killed you, he says to DF. Elon points like, see? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Isaac. But you can't kill him again. 
In fact, he's never going to die again. None of mm. them are. <laughs> he looks actually I am like he's about actually to die. Actually dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Rex is like, like, well, other than unprecedented circumstances. Yeah. Evelyn looks at Dieth and says, You have no idea what he's talking about, right? I don't think so. Uh, I'm checking my memory. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Strix will look at Evelyn like, well, Uptow said that they were angel people. Do you know anything about that? Diev, are they angel what? people? I was told that they were angel people. I don't know what the Lorkatha are. All I know is that he keeps saying saying it to me, and I just assume like something along the lines of calling me a butthole. <laughs> I don't. What does Lorkatha mean? What that means? Evelyn, Evelyn shouts it in in his face. Isaac's face. The Lorkatha are people. They're human. They're family. That what? And he's one of them. Yes. How do you know? Um, yeah, because that's weird. Because he just looks like a person. It's not like he has like horns and then, like a, a messed up face like I do. <laughs> Strix is like pointing at herself and she's like, eh. And he says, I'm not saying anything more. <sighs> oh my God. Fine. You got it. Oh, I hate you. I hate you so much. I don't want to be here anymore. And is there? Jeth will uh, exit at least fifteen <laughs> feet away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He'll uh, kind of go back to the wagon uh, if it's far enough out of earshot, or even back in the wagon or something. I don't know. Is uh, is Isaac like on the ground right yeah. now? Or something? Evelyn tackled him to the ground, and she's sitting on him. Okay. She's like, wait, why are you leaving, Diaz? Didn't you want to attack him? Where are you going? I'm gonna like. Uh, oh, thank you. Um, sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, kind of just slum over, just, and then just kind of, like, lay, lay on him, like a, like a bro, just like a head on, like, his shoulder looking up at the sky. All right. So your, then your Um, head is, like, right by my knee. That works. And then I'm, I'm gonna drunkenly try to persuade him, be like, Come on, man. We, yeah. <laughs> we just here, and this will just make things way easier. And easy's easy's great. <laughs> Diaz will be like back at the wagon, far enough away, where he's just pacing back and forth angrily. Okay. Even though this he's suspicious fuming. of the fact that he, that Diaz is trying to stay that far out of his own truth. Yeah, right. Strix is too. She's like, "Where? What is happening here?" Oh, just get uh, the information out of him. Uh, Paulton, you can make a persuasion check, but I'm going to give you disadvantage because okay. I- Isaac is, is currently in a predicament that, um, I mean, he's got evil and sitting on him and other people threatening him. So, Okay. That would be uh, a 12. Okay. He says, get off me. <laughs> <laughs> I am already unconscious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Strix is going to look at him and be like, and... Just pat unconscious Paulton on, like, the cheek. Be like, it's okay, buddy. Evelyn is like, Evelyn looks from Isaac, who she's sitting on and restraining, to Paulton, who is now unconscious on Isaac, and back. And she's just, like, not sure what to do from here. Like, okay. this at is this, a very At this point, Isaac is going to try to uh, stand. So he's going to make another a strength check against you. 
Strength luck. athletics. Oh, I only got 10 that time. Okay. Uh, you still manage to hold him down. <laughs> <laughs> so he sort of ha- kind of gets up, and then you push him back down um, by the shoulders uh, back to the ground. Don't underestimate me. I, I kind of want... I want Strix to kind of like hold her staff down at his head. Okay. And just go. Just so the crescent is kind of in his neck. Yeah, like right at his neck and just say, you do not threaten them. You tell me who these families are and what they want or I will take your head off. And she's going to threaten him. Make an intimidate check. I'll give you advantage because Evelyn's sitting on him. After oh uh, after Isaac tried to get up from where Dieth was, he like mm-hmm. saw him like try to get up and uh, Evelyn restrain him. So Dieth is just talking to himself, just being like, "Ooh, try it, ooh, try it." <laughs> and he is just uh, basically twirling the throwing dagger that he put the poison on oh, in one okay. hand, just at the ready. Nice. How'd I you? rolled a twenty-six. Ooh, all right. Isaac tells you, uh, uh, and he he's he's just. He hates to say the words, but he just he tells you because uh, he uh, he doesn't mind dying, but he doesn't want to be killed by his sister. And he tells you that some of so the Skizics and the Lorkatha are two families that uh, were largely based in a faraway city. He doesn't know what it's called or where it is. And Strix um, will inform him it's called Sigil. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he tells you that, okay. he tells you that they were they were spread far and wide and they had a lot of power and influence, uh, but the two families hated each other and they hated each other. Their blood has been spilled for aeons between these two families and there's no reconciliation possible. Um, but he also tells you that some of the Skizixes forged a pact with devils and were turned into tieflings, and with their newfound power and their alliance with Asmodeus sought to wipe the Lorkatha out, which led to a great multiversal conflict. Well, who did the Lorkatha ally with? Fearing that they would be annihilated, they tried to form an alliance with the devil's ancient enemies, angelic beings from the plane of something or other. He doesn't know. Of course. Um, This triggered a huge war that... Um, killed millions. Evelyn is like, why have I never heard of this holy war? <laughs> if there was a holy war, I would have heard about it. He says, uh, there a peace was forced upon the two families. And he, all he knows is Admode- Asmodeus had a hand in it, others had a hand in it. Oh! Oh no! Was like the actual. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of uh, very important cutters had a hand in the crafting of this peace accord, which was called, <laughs> and he can't remember the exact name, but he thinks it, he heard Lady Walker call it the Ashton Concordance. Why would it be called the Ashton Concordance? Yeah, why would it be called that? Because apparently it was signed in a city or town that got dragged into hell called Ashtown. Or oh, yeah, Ashton. It's fine. Cool. It's fine. It's fine. That's what it's such fine. a coincidence. Cool. Yes. And uh, as part of the P 
peace, the Lorcathas had to give up their souls to as to Asmodeus, except for one. Then she shakes him and says, "That's the one." Does he? Does he? That's there's only one. Is that how you knew that that's what he was? He doesn't know a whole lot more. All he knows is that Lady Wachter um, was, was always very interested in these stories and these two families. In fact, she may have a book or two that goes into detail about these conflicts. Oh. Well, we know that that guy has a soul, so it's unlikely that he's a Lorcatha. You must be mistaken. Uh, he just, his eyes become black coals that smolder hatred in Diaz's direction. Like he just knows. He just absolutely knows to the core. I don't like the way you're looking at him, and I think your story is whack. Or wait, do I? I don't know what's real. Actually, I think your story has merit. I'm confused. <laughs> Strix, Strix will take her staff off of him okay. and say, Go back to Lady Wachter. Go back. Go find her. He says, if you stay with him, you'll destroy everything. I'm never leaving! She just, like, stamps her staff on the ground. You two can't be together. Aww. (laughs) She's just staring at him. She's not even going to say anything. She's like, go back to Lady Wachter. What do you mean they can't? They are. He says, the Ashton Concordance forbids it. Alton looks at Isaac and goes, but dude, that's only making the ship more appealing. (laughs) (laughs) Why does he always say that when he's drunk? I don't understand. I don't know. Just ignore him. He speaks a different language when he's drunk. Uh, Wait, so the Ashton Concordance forbids what exactly? He doesn't say anything more. I don't like how you keep clamming up right when you get to the good parts. <laughs> <laughs> he says, no Skizix, no Lorcatha can ever be together. No friendship, no alliance, nothing. Well, good thing that he's probably, wait, maybe he is a Lorcatha. <laughs> oh, no. Death, are you a Lorcatha? Strix looks up from from Isaac and says, Dieth, have you ever heard of Ashton? No. <laughs> Do I believe him? I want him to roll a persuasion check. Yes, roll a persuasion <laughs> check. Do it. Strix knows him pretty well, and if he goes, no. I'm going to go ahead and do this at disadvantage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, de- oh, deception. Deception versus your insight, Anna My and insight. Holly. Okay. Oh, yeah, so all you gotta do is beat your insight. Here it comes. That's right. Oh, good luck, buddy. I'm rolling hot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, got, I got a 24. Eight. I got an 8. I'm just like, I guess so! <laughs> <laughs> I believe everything you say, Diaz. What'd you get? 7. Okay. <laughs> Never mind, I don't. <laughs> Evelyn is Evelyn is actually offended by how easily she knows he's lying to her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Are you lying to me? 
the Strix looks really hurt. It, like, she doesn't even say anything. If Evelyn says that, she just, like, looks like, like, she's just been, like, a kicked puppy. She's like, what? Why oh, would you lie no. about that? Why would you lie to me, of all people? Oh, no. No. <laughs> what do you mean? This is your chance, said Isaac to Strix. My chance to what, Isaac? Look how weak he is. Ah! Um, oh, I'm so mad at him. Uh, Dieth will step back forward and approach back towards him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I guess enter the zone of truth again. All right. When he does that, Evelyn like nods appreciatively and she's like, do you know about he, this Ashton thing? He'll take out gutter huh? and toss it towards them and like just let it land onto the ground. And then he just points at it and will just say, apparently that's his. His? Why didn't you tell us that? You were Who's there. him? <clears throat> Ashton. I thought Ashton was a place or an accord. I'm or so confused. state of mind. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Who's Ashton? Paulton. He lied and I'm upset. <laughs> Paulton, when you come to, you see there's a sword thrown in the, the moist <laughs> dirt near your feet. It looks like Dieth's sword gutter. I just kind of... Just, I'm, I'm like barely there. I'm like, mm-hmm. just, I just kind of like reach down and grab it and I'm just looking at it. Like, who are you? <laughs> it says. <laughs> Y'all, does anyone else hear the sword talk? Yes. Talking. Yes. She pats him on the head. Shh, it's okay. Shh. Shit is not okay right now. Yeah, don't right. give him the talking item. Take it away. Remember what happened, what happened last time? No, no, no. We're, we're having a conversation now. Yes, Hi. It's, it's very nice. You talk to the sword. Now, Dieth. Uh, uh, Dieth will say, don't you remember back at Citadel Adbar? Shrix, you were there. That dwarf came by. He gave it to me. Right. and just said it belonged to Ashton. Well, who is Ashton? Ashton is my dad. <gasps> Your dad? You have a dad? <laughs> How come you didn't tell us that? I like that that's Paulton's major revelation. <laughs> <laughs> he just thought Dieth climbed out of the ground. That, that was one of those things where Dieth, like, as soon as he started speaking, he like, couldn't stop himself. Well, Dieth used so to true. always say he was yeah. born in the streets of Waterdeep, and Paulton just kind of took that literally. <laughs> <laughs> he was your father? I, I look back at Isaac. Is this a weird coincidence? He wasn't Lorcatha. He was. His name is Ashton Woodrow. I have always been D.S. Woodrow, and regardless of anything, he's he's no father of mine. Do you think that what Isaac is saying makes any sense, D.S.? No, none of this makes any sense. Dieth, there He's were mercy killers after us. There were mercy killers after us. Something has to do with this. I I don't know. I've told you about Sigil. You know. What else have you been lying to us about, Dieth? 
Ooh, hold on. <laughs> actually, I actually have to think about this because I'm in the zone of truth. <laughs> right. What, are you going to tell us you have a mom too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You didn't tell us about your dream at all. And you didn't tell us about uh, the key dude. You uh, lied to Strix about that. Uh, didn't lie. It was... Uh, it was omitted. Selective omission. <laughs> uh I'm, uh, DS will say, uh, I'm not lying. I, I don't know what any of this is. It sounds fake. Evelyn believes that. <laughs> she turns to Paulton. What about you? You lying about anything? Mm, oh, dude, constantly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought so. <laughs> you're, not, you're not still even evil, right, Paulton? Um... It, it, I would tick off the it's complicated box right now. <laughs> but um I I'm not I'm not gonna be killing anyone today. Uh, yeah. all right. <laughs> all right, well it sounds like this is either a big misunderstanding or Isaac, you have more explaining to do because I don't I think you're just causing strife on purpose. He says to Strix. Come back with me to Valaki. We'll talk to Lady Wachter and look at her books together. Uh, Strix does really like books, but she hates him, so no. <laughs> <laughs> where, where she goes, we go, so we can all go back to Valaki if you know a way out of this place. That's true. I don't want to go back there at all, but no. we could do that. We're getting out of here. We have to go stop the soulmonger. We still have to stop... We have to get out of here. I'm dying. We have to stop this. We're all dying. We have so many problems right now that I can't even count them. Is it still like, is there still a little snow where we're at? A little bit. Yeah. So Paulton's just like on the ground making a snow angel. <laughs> and then he like turns over and goes, look, it's DF. <laughs> 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 they all just stare at him for a beat, like, like. <laughs> right. Isaac is going to try to get up off from underneath uh. Evelyn again. Um, go ahead and make another check there, Evelyn. Yes. Nineteen. Okay, you hold him down. <laughs> Every time he tries to get up, she slams him against the ground, and I imagine that he looks like really confused. How yes. this. Tiny person. <laughs> yes, his eyes sort of roll around in his skull in disbelief. And I think that, like, her boots somehow, because even just by, like, weight, this is a weird physical thing that she's able to hold down this giant guy. But I think she's using, like, her flying boots almost, too, every time she slams him down to, like, add force into it. So yeah. it just slams him into the ground. And then she, he looks at Strix and says, Skizix will destroy you before they let you be friends with them. Not if we destroy ourselves first. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, how do the Skizics even know where I am? How can they even find me? I don't know. Isaac, you're going to have to go back to Lady Bokker. I found you through the power yeah. of the Vistani. Lady Walker oh. had Madame Ava perform a card reading. Oh, makes me so <laughs> mad! <laughs> He's Vistani. Paulton, do you know anything about that? Can you stop that Strix from being able to be found? 
Do can I? Do I? Um, well, you do possess certain Vistani powers, which are sort of uh, become atrophied with lack of use. But um, <laughs> and uh, drinking. Oh, and drinking. Yes, dulled senses will contribute to that as well. It's hard to focus your evil eye when you see three copies of a person in front of you. Um, mm. But uh, you know that certain Vistani individuals, typically women, not always, but typically, ha- are blessed with the the power of. Uh, divination through the use of cards. Um, you do not possess that power personally, but you do have other abilities, the ability to curse people and such. Um, if you were to find a Vistani who has the power of a seer, they might be able to guide you. I will convey this as best as I can. Okay. <laughs> uh, all With of these snow things- angels. <laughs> <laughs> There's something that's like a seer, or I don't know. It's, it's maybe. <laughs> uh, I ask Isaac, is your intention to hurt anyone in this party? Why would you think that? That's not an answer. I know my zone of truth real well. <laughs> he doesn't provide any other answer than that. Death will uh, go out and get gutter back. Okay. You pick it up? Yep. I look at Strix. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? I'll polymorph him and we'll leave him. Got a preferred form. <laughs> Back to chicken? Yeah, I'll polymorph right. him into a chicken. He's a chicken. <clears throat> and I'll look at him and say, I told you before, but this is my family. <laughs> I don't care about the Skizix. I don't care about the Lorkatha. I don't care if he's a Lorkatha. It doesn't make a difference. I'm never leaving. Sounds like it makes a little difference. Paulton, shut up. <laughs> Give me a speech. Can do. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken, uh, which Evelyn's no longer sitting on, uh, goes over and starts pecking Diat's boot. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I want to kick him. Oh, I want to kick him. Oh, kick him. Kick It'd him be as funny. a person, not as a chicken. Can I yeah. polymorph him into a... Uh, I don't know, something uglier than a chicken. He's a chicken. While they're doing that, Evelyn crawls over to Paulton, who's like laying on the ground, and she kind of just like puts her face over his, and she's like, how are you feeling? I have been better, worse. Yeah. Do you feel inclined to hurt anyone in this party? Nah. Okay, that's good. Uh, did you want to cast that polymorph spell on him again, Strix? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll turn him... Whoa. Is there something that, that isn't bad to kick that's like not a pet that I could polymorph him into? <laughs> that isn't bad to kick. <laughs> I oh, can't kick it, otherwise he'll, a he'll break spider, the polymorph. A tiny spider. Okay. Spiders are kind of gross, but it, I'll make him like... I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't... Uh, you also shouldn't kill big spiders, but D, if you can kick the spider. I'm not going to kick it, otherwise it'll break the polymorph and I don't want to see his freaking face again. Oh, well, I did this for you. <laughs> okay, so there's a little spider crawling around on the ground. It's fine. Yeah. This is fine. Evelyn, try to get him up. We need to get back and get moving. Okay. We have to get out of here. She holds out a hand for Paulton. Okay. Does he take it? If not, she just throws him over her shoulder like a fireman carry. 
Pull. No, no, I'll, 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 I'll get him. All right, you pick okay. him up, you hop back in the carriage, and you leave Isaac behind in his spider form, knowing he'll revert to his human form in an hour. And right. You, you trundle on, and on I'm and on and on. just hoping that we'll, we'll get out before then. All right, uh, so you guys I are... I hope you find your dolls. Are you guys still uh, sharing the rings of protection? Yeah, I'd imagine. Um, I know Diev has less hit points than Strix, so <coughs> let him have it until okay. she's about the same. I was wearing it most recently. All right. Uh, oh, I'll just, I'll be like, I'm, I'm good, man. You just, please don't die. All right. Um, 15 days pass. Oh, my God. And each of you loses five from your maximum hit points. Oh, my God. Right now, Dieth is also just like, Bleh. Oh, my God. So I have Dieth at 20. Strix at 29. Yeah. Sound right? Yeah. And Paulton, nope. after all of the uh, deletions to your maximum hit points, where are you at? Um, well, unless I mistracked something, yeah. but the, uh, the Ring of Winter stopped that as well, right? It did, yes. So I believe I have 36. Okay. Uh, we'll go with that. Chris? Yes. Uh, my maximum is 18. Oh, 18, sorry. Uh, as as this keeps happening, um, Evelyn has like you know she has this morning tradition like every morning her ritual is like yeah. she gets up she yeah. prays she does her like yeah. I- Iron Man workout up in the air and all that stuff and then she goes off to pray and I imagine that like day by day like the amount of time she spends away from everyone is getting like longer and longer like mm-hmm. suspiciously so and you can tell that there's something that's like really weighing on her. And I think that, um, yeah, just that. That's all. Okay. You guys observe the same thing. Evelyn becomes increasingly detached over the period of 10 days trundling along in this coach. The, uh, the next time she, like, goes off to do her thing, I want to follow her. Okay. All right. But, like, just alone if I can. Okay. You do. And, like, what do I see? Dieth will be back at the wagon still, just uh, feeling gross and sick. What does he see, Evelyn? Oh, I did not expect this, but this is the truth. <laughs> he sees her, uh, she prays out loud mm-hmm. when she's alone. And so he sees her sitting down, and she's kind of doing what, like, like a call and response prayer that you can tell there's parts where like she's reciting a prayer that she's supposed to recite, that she's learned for certain situations, and she's kind of adding her own words into it so you you see her very like overcome like you know shoulders hunched and she's saying holy lord of the morning witness your servant kneeling in light (sighs) lavander i'm here i know i messed up real bad this time and i'm in i'm in really deep and i i need your help getting out have mercy on your servant, willing but unworthy, earnest but faint of heart. I just, I thought it was all harmless. I I thought that just daydreaming couldn't hurt anyone. No, you're right. It's time to be honest with myself and be honest with you. And I thought, I thought I was special. I'm so ashamed. I know, I thought that despite all of it, you might, 
so embarrassing. You might bless me with a life mate, just like you did Ma and Papa, and that oh, he of all people might be that life mate. And I know that's so stupid. So hear the confession of your servant that she has been tempted by darkness and has turned her face from the light. I've been weak and I've been selfish and I love Halton more than a paladin should and it put people in danger and people died and that is my fault. And there it's said and, and that has turned my face from my duty and it's endangered this family and it's hindered your holy purpose and I confess it and I give it over because it's become more than I can handle on my own. So baptize your servant once more in the faithful bond and wash away the darkness that clings. I am your divine appointed bond slave of the morning, sunlight forged warrior, daughter of the most high. Amen. Paulton, as this happens, you can see there is no sun. It's just gray bleakness, roiling clouds, a cauldron of black um, ether in the air. And then it just starts to rain on both of you. I'm going to say, ah, did you really mean all that? <laughs> I'm just going to like walk up and just sit next to her, just take a... Ah, just wine in hand. I'm just like, you put a lot of faith in that god of yours. You know that? Paul's middle name is Tact. <laughs> Uh, it's like, I don't know. Seems like the things you want are things you should be working for yourself rather than hoping some uh, some some Santa Claus looking mofo is going to be like, here you go. Who's Santa Claus? That's fair. <laughs> it's like, can I can I talk to you for a minute? I mean, we're talking, but like, can okay, okay, cool. So, wait, uh, Chris, how long has it been since the ring's been gone? It's been about ten days, or sorry, uh, fifteen days. It's been about fifteen days since the ring has left, and I've, uh, I know, initially, in the moment, I said, "Need to destroy that ring." This, that's my life mission. That's all, but it's. After gathering my thoughts, I, I've uh, kind of assembled what I want to say. But it's just, it's, it's so, even though it's been a couple weeks, it's still so fresh and it's still so hard to talk about. And I don't, I don't know if I'm emotionally ready to talk about what happened yet. What, what do you want to talk about? All right, fine, I'll tell you, since you asked. <laughs> okay. So, a couple weeks ago, you know, I, like, tried to uh, kill y'all. Right, you remember that? I think, I, yeah, I think I do. Yeah, okay. Just making sure we're on the same page. It's like, uh, the only way I could describe what was going on was... It's like, it's like 
things that are logical when you're in a dream. Wait, do you dream still? No, you don't sleep. Do, do you I remember? dream? Do robots dream, Chris? <laughs> yes. Yes, you still have your dreams. Yeah. Okay, cool. But it's one of those things where it's like, you know, there's stuff happening in the dream. And it could be like, oh, I'm going to, you know, make a, make a house out of, uh, out of clouds because clouds are more structurally sound than like stone or wood or things like that. And it's one of those things where you wake up and you snap too. And you're just like, that makes no sense whatsoever. But then you realize just a couple minutes ago, it made all the sense in the world. Um, and in the moment, killing you guys made all the sense in the world because of what the ring was doing to me. And I'm not a fan of apologies, but I think that's what I'm trying to do. But... <laughs> but uh, above all that, there's something I haven't, I haven't told you that I'm sure there were a lot of assumptions about, but I haven't actually said it. But that's why I wanted the ring in the first place, the ring of winner. And I just feel like, you know... I feel like everyone deserves, you know, you, DF, Strix, and everyone in the subreddit deserves an explanation. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> What's a subreddit? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. The truth is, since day one, I've never really felt like a contributing fourth of this party. It's always felt like three hardworking, passionate adventurers tagging this guy along. Just, they got him on a rope and he's just dragging behind. And, you know, like, because you, you guys have, like, you guys have so much stuff you're good at. You know, like, you know, Strix is really good at magic. You know, DF is going to look 18 forever, so <laughs> he's got that, like, you know, shonen boy protagonist thing going on. So, like, that's a pretty solid MC. And you're, you're the strongest person? Per, per, you are, you're really strong. Then there's me, the, the drunk, the, the silent player who just kind of goes along with everything. But man, when, when I first saw that ring and I saw him conjure that iceberg, I was like, that's it. That's how I can, that's how I can contribute. That's how I can become the fourth piece. You know, I can, I can be the ice power guy and that'll be great. And it was great. It was awesome. I was I, I was making all kinds of ice animals. It was it, it attuned to me, and I loved it. And then it was saying really, it was saying nice things to me, and it was just like, yeah, you're doing great. I'm just like, yeah, I'm doing great. And eventually, that turned into like, you know, it'll be like, oh, you should, you know, like step away. I'm like, yeah, I should step away. You haven't steered me wrong. And then eventually, it came to it's like, you should, you know, kill your friends. I'm like. 
yeah, that I guess that makes sense. And looking back at it now, it just kills me to know that that's what I thought was the right thing. And I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's it just I feel like you should you should know why that whole uh, that whole arc went down. So I'm sorry. And I fucked up. And hopefully uh, I can work to make it up to everybody. She takes both of his hands and she's like, no, that's the thing. I know that wasn't you. And I know why it happened and it wasn't your fault. That's my job to be the one that sees those things and know that they can happen. Paulton, as this is happening, you know that Evelyn can't cry, but the rain cascading down her face makes it look like she is. Thank you, Chris Parkinson. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she says, that's the thing, that's, that's what you overheard, is I can't, I can't do my job the way that I should because, because I should do my job better and I'm sorry and it's my fault. Bye. Wrong <laughs> line. <laughs> um, it's like, it's not your fault. It's not anyone's fault entirely. I mean, you know, if anyone, if anything, it was Miranda's fault. <laughs> You're like, who? <laughs> I don't, I don't. Somehow. Who's Miranda? <laughs> Right. Is she like Santa Claus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's she's like Santa Claus. Um, um, Paulton, it, it sort of dawns on you in this moment that even though you've been traveling for 15 days, you've witnessed um, Strix's perpetual dread. You've witnessed D.F. and Evelyn having second thoughts about what they're really experiencing and doubts that what they're experiencing is in fact true, you don't feel like, personally, you've had any symptoms like that here. You're, you feel pretty much like you did before the ring took hold of you. I know that, I know that this place is, is, uh, is messing with you guys. And we really do just, we need to get out of here. And we need to not talk about this again because that it's like whew, oh that hurt oh man feelings suck dude wow that was it's like man I just I just had an evil ring try to make me kill my friends and I'm not saying that was you know better but I mean it wasn't it wasn't too far off that was rough but uh you know you don't enjoy having feelings? Uh, well, earlier I said easy's great. Feelings makes things not easy. You're right. Right. Yeah. I should remember that. Dieth and Strix. Um, Paulton and Evelyn have been on a while. <laughs> And now Rain is. And we stay Rain, in silence. Rain is following in the coach, so you're kind of hunkered down inside or Quiet. topside. 
If Dia is being quiet, Strix is just like taking like snacks out of her robe and just throwing them at him. Okay. <laughs> She's done this before. Yeah. Like, 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 like an hour passes and she's like. <laughs> and, and that's when he's finally just like, what? You look upset. I'm dying. Yes, you are. You also lied. She takes one of the snacks back. Puts it in a row. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. Do you know anything else about the Lorkatha? No, not... I don't know anything about the Lorkatha. I've only ever heard that word from... from Isaac. I don't know what that means. Is there anything else you haven't told me? She takes another snack back. Puts it back in a row. You do recall, Diaz, that you did have that vision in Waterdeep? Yep. Oh, I know. Thank you. Yep. And you saw Strix. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> he goes to reach for another snack. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Strix. There's. There's lots I don't tell you. Why? Because. I know magic. I can handle it. I know, but... I... I still feel fear. But you shouldn't be afraid. Because I'm here. I know magic. Yes, I know, and like... Throws a snack. You can have one back now. (laughs) There's... I go through a lot, I be through a lot. And we talked about this before, but I just need, I know I have to be strong. I know I need to just help make sure everyone else here just gets home safe. That's all I want is just to get everyone else home safe. Then after that, maybe I'll worry about myself. Yeah, but I worry about you, so you have to worry about yourself too. She throws another snack. Her staff right now is out. Oh, wow. (laughs) Why didn't you catch the other ones? There's like a bunch of snacks just like around him. <laughs> and her staff is the owl bear right now, so she's just like holding on oh, to the owl bear. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, and she's just like, <clears throat> you shouldn't have you shouldn't have to do that. I'll be no. here to always use magic and keep you safe too. I know, Strix. I know you'll always be around. And that's I want that more than anything. Well, good. Too bad the mercy killers don't. (laughs) 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 All right, there's a sound um, that sort of comes from the ogre zombie. It's like a... Ew. (laughs) It's just just like this flatulence (laughs) and this this horrible, horrible putrid stench washes over the two of you. Ah. God, oh, that's really bad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really welcome to the waffle room. <laughs> so she's just like she just drops her snack like yeah. 
<laughs> it, yeah, it's just like, it, actually causes, it actually causes Strix's hat to wilt. Oh, no! <laughs> and Dieth is immediately like, oh, and I'm getting fresh air. And he'll yeah, like step you step out. out. The wagon. Okay. Like, oh, God. Yeah, you pot, you get out of the wagon just to get out of the stench because, of course, its ass is parked right where, you know, <laughs> where, it can yes. get in, where the stench can get into the coach really, really easily. Um, Paulton and Evelyn, what do you do? Evelyn had just agreed, like Paulton had just said, you know, feelings make everything difficult. Evelyn was like, you're absolutely right. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to do better. Paulton's going to just bring her in for a hug. Oh, okay. She, she, like, doesn't understand what the hug means, so she's just kind of like... And then... He, uh, like, during the hug, he just kind of looks up, and he just goes, Chat, you can't rush this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) What what was that? Nothing. Who are you talking to? No one. Are you praying? When Paulton's really (gasps) drunk, he can see the fourth wall. Are you you praying to Lithander? That's a superpower. Sure. That's good. That's real Great. good. I, I, I'll i do my job and not let feelings get in the way, and you keep on praying to Lathander, and everything will be much better. You got it. We, we, should, we should head back yeah, now. When you guys are sort of, you know, arms over each other's shoulders, heading back to DF and Strix, uh, do you want to separate at some point to make it seem like, you know, you haven't had any heart-to-heart? Evelyn doesn't think that way. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so they come back, uh, Dieth and Strix, and they're, they're sort of arm-in-arm chums. And the rain is coming down. Squinty. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's drenched. The, Dieth- the zombie farted! <laughs> She's just waving her hands. Dieth will see them together and just be like, yeah, it's big. This, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're all back together. You guys ready to go? Are we still going the right way? I mean, I don't know. The right way. Periodically, uh, Strix can wave her dead claw in front of the um, uh, meat hook, and it seems to be leading you in the same direction as before. Yeah, and Strix is like, I mean, I know that we have to go someplace with a bunch of dead, so if he's going to where there's dead, that's where we'll find a portal. Okay, I, I believe you. All right. Are you going to hop back in now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get back in as well. All right. After brushing, like, crumbs off of various parts <laughs> oh, yeah. of my... Strix okay. will pick up all the crumbs off the ground and be like, we don't have a lot of food. Just <laughs> <laughs> put an extra rope, and then we'll take turns, I guess, guiding Meat Hook. Okay. Um, several more days pass, and you go through your usual routines. Uh, Strix, you have 24 maximum hit points. DF, you have 13. Ah! And Paulton, you have 31. I won't wear the ring. Strix Neat. won't wear the ring anymore. If, if she'll just give it to Diaz. She, she'll, she can't. And you feel the air has changed quite a bit. And as you look ahead at where Meat Hook is going, uh, you can see what looks like uh, or actually what you hear is the sound of the ocean. Ooh. They have water here? Mm. 
and uh, it's quite misty and foggy, and all the fog is sort of rolling over you to the point where whoever is guiding the coach at this particular time, which I'll say is Strix, arbitrarily, uh, Strix, you can just see sort of billows of fog ahead with just the hint. Maybe you can see maybe like 30 feet ahead of you, the hint of scrub and brush and things, but the sound of the sea gets louder and louder. And uh, you come to, or you begin to see, popping up here and there, cairns, basically piles of rocks, in such a way to suggest that they might be crypts or memorials to the dead. And you see them become more regular. And I would like you to make a perception check, Strix, as Meat Hook a 14. Thre- threatens to walk you off a cliff. 14. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you see Meat Hook heading toward a cliff. What do you say to try to stop him? Assuming uh, that she does try to stop him. Right. Wait, wait, no, I, uh, spaghetti! All right. That means faster, He goes faster. (laughs) (laughs) I would like everybody to make dexterity saving throws. Oh, my God. As Meat Hook suddenly bolts forth. (laughs) This is so stupid. Are, Are we within Evelyn's aura? Oh, yeah. Yes. And that's a saving throw, so you get um, plus four, five. Okay. This is it. I'm going over the cliff. I'm dead, fam. Here we go. <laughs> no, no, no. I got a 15. Okay. Oh, that's, pretty, that's pretty boss. Uh, how did you do, Evelyn? With, I, I just realized my aura of protection gives me the benefit as well. So with that, mm-hmm. I get a um, ten. Okay, uh, Paulton. Uh, Twelve. Okay, Dia. Thirty-four. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> <You can't. laughs> okay. Uh, so meat hook goes over. Uh, the coach goes over with him. Uh, but as, Dia, as Strix is shouting, Strix, you're, you can get off. You can either jump off or you can hop on your broom and zip off. Your choice. I'll get on my broom. Okay. Yeah. So there's a big <laughs> cloud of smoke uh, that engulfs the coach as it goes over. Uh, Dia, you throw open one of the side doors and can tumble out. But you note that Evelyn and Paulton, who are inside with you, and Simon, too, don't seem to be nearly as fast as you. So as you throw open the door and uh, leap out, do you want to do anything? And you leap, <gasps> you, you leap out like seven or eight feet before the coach goes over. Because you're really, really on the ball. Oh, no. Um, and at this point, everything is happening so fast, you're not sure they're going to get out or not. They might get out. You have no idea. Does Paul, uh, Paulton have his mandolin? He does. Great. Um, I, I'll, I'll grab Simon and get him out. Okay, you can pull Simon out with you. Paulton, you see yeah, fly out a door with Simon in his hand. Save the baby. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, good. <clears throat> All right. Um, and Paulton, you rolled a 12, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So as the coach goes over, 
You, no. you cl clamor out as much as you can and throw yourself outside the coach as the coach disappears below you. Uh, and I would like you just to make a strength saving throw to hold on to the cliff edge. Oh, that's probably going to be really good. Is Evelyn still nearby? Oh. She's in the coach. So that's an aura, right? Uh, yeah, she, 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 so oh. you get the bonus from Evelyn. You get plus five. Thirteen? Okay, you manage to hold on to the cliff. And see, you grab on, you just like, oh! And see the coach disappear below oh. you. And you know, you know that the only one left in the coach when it fell was Evelyn. Oh, no. All right. Now, when, when you say coach disappears, it's mean plummeting, not just... Yeah, it just plummets down, okay. down the cliff. Okay. If uh, Evelyn doesn't come out, Strix will follow in her broom. Like, no! There's a lot of fog, so you can't really see very well. You just kind of see it go over the cliff and disappear into the fog. All right, um, and then you hear a splat and a crash as the coach shatters down on the jagged rocks below. Cool. Uh, can I, can Evelyn, I see you tried, you tried to get out, but because your dexterity check wasn't great and the, the coach doors um, are sort of flapping <laughs> closed, uh, every, every effort, you probably like try to crawl out through the back window and then you sort of get caught. Uh, um, and uh, suddenly you, you crash upon the rocks below. So I have to roll some damage for Evelyn, who of all the people to get slammed by the rocks is probably the best, if she has more hit points than anybody. Okay. Evelyn, you take... <laughs> that was a lot of dice. 39 points of damage as you crash down upon the rocks. Oh. You're just here floating up. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Death will immediately like scurry over to the cliff face. And you see, you see some fingers <laughs> grabbing onto the cliff face. Yeah, he'll immediately like reach for Paulton to like help pull him up. All right, Paulton, you see Death attempting to pull you up. Do you uh, accept his offer of aid? No, absolutely. Yes, I do. <laughs> no. it, it's not great because at this point I'm so weak from the death curse. That's right. not much of a yeah, help. It takes everything he's got to pull you up over the edge, but yeah. he does manage to do it. Strix is like Mr. Hooky the Third, or whatever your name was. And Strix, as you sail around and try to get a bead on Evelyn, make another perception check. He was good while he lasted. Oh, wow, that's not bad. Uh, 17. Through the fog, you can see um, a couple things. All up and down the coast are the colossal wrecks of dozens, if not hundreds, of ships. All, All right. sort of leaning precariously, their shattered masts and hulls, uh, creating this jagged mass uh, of dark wood before you. Um, and they're all sort of wrecked on tooth-like shards of rock that thrust up from the sea. You can also see that the, uh, the, the, um, the walls of the cliff are white, white stone, and the, the beach seems to be very dark, almost like black rock and pebbles, uh, but you can also make out what appear to be uh, scattered it almost, at first it looks like snow or something on the beach, but as you swoop down, it's actually bones 
I was like, oh, they're bones. Piles they're bones. and piles of bones. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands, millions of bones. Whoa, whoa. Millions? Yeah. Rest in peace, Meat Hook. You did your job well. Can I see how When you climb out of the wreckage of what used to be the coach, you can see that Meat Hook is basically in four pieces uh, oh. with his trunk, his, his body basically impaled through a rock. Ew. <laughs> bless, um, bless him, Lathander, in the light of the morning as he walks to the dawn. Amen. <laughs> just dry heaves. I don't think she can throw it. Just, no, no, she I'll, can't. Yeah. I'll immediately start looking for portals or anything that looks like it could be a shadow crossing. Okay. Don't worry about me. I'll find my up. Evelyn has like like a like a bone like sticking out of her shoulder. <laughs> like not her bone, someone else's bone that she fell into. Actually what probably happened is when Meat Hook hit the ground or hit the rocks first, no, parts of his body <laughs> were thrust up through the coach and parts of his bones went through your body. So one of one, oh, of, one of Meat Hook's bones, like his, one of his finger bones is sticking up through oh. your shoulder. Great. Yep, that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> oh. Yep. And uh, I would imagine she has like a, yeah. and you fell, like a you fell dent across yeah. like her cheek. Yeah, and she's, she's got she's a like smashed in cheek. Yeah, and uh, probably you, some gore. Yeah, uh, based on yours and Strix's estimate, you fell about a hundred feet. Jesus, <laughs> I would have okay. died. You would have died. You would have so died so hard. hard. Die. Yes, that would have been it. You would have like really, <laughs> really died. We all would have oh. died except for Evelyn. Yeah. All right, and Strix is uh, shouting that she's looking for shadow portals or shadow crossings as she flies through the air, unseen through the fog. Yeah. Evelyn kind of shakes herself really off. Her. It shakes herself off and flies up with her boots, unaware of her appearance, and just appears to Strix like, I'm fine. And Strix is like, ah, it's a zombie! <laughs> and she just like, flies away. <laughs> you do notice that, yeah, Evelyn's got like a big bone shard stuck in her. She's dead! <laughs> she just like doesn't know what to do. <laughs> I don't think I'm dead. Am I dead? Wait, I'm still under that curse, right? Uh, uh, yes, you are currently still suffering from the despair. Oh, I actually don't think I'm dead, though. That's okay. good. Strix, I'm, I'm pretty gonna, sure I'm not dead. Strix, I'm going to have you make an intelligence check. Um, All right. Let's call it Arcana, actually. Oh, good. That's <laughs> 16. It has occurred to you after the last several days, um, as, as the dread slowly consumes you, that there must be some magical way to get rid of this despair. Oh. Hmm. Maybe remove curse? Maybe. Didn't we try that already? No. No, what? I just let we you didn't? all suffer. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna, all right, I'll try it on Evelyn and be like, remove curse, maybe? Yeah, when you cast the Remove Curse on Evelyn, Evelyn, you feel the weight of the despair lifted from you. <gasps> oh, that feels good. Oh, oh. Well, I'm really, really dumb. And then she'll go and cast it on <laughs> Dia. Okay. She'll zoom down and be like, hey, guess what? So it's like slaps him you don't on think, the You don't chest. think you're dumb. You just think, like, this, this place has given you a sudden hope that you can find a way home. That, that oh. little glimmer of hope seemed to have overcome in the moment that has been just crushing you uh, for the last several weeks and, and sort of opened your eyes to the possibility that the despair could actually be lifted. Ironic that it was me that had a glimmer of hope. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> After she casts it on Dieth and the curse is 
lifted, the first thing he does is look around and just goes, oh, God, it is all real. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. You're like, oh, my God, we left Miranda somewhere. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's worse knowing it's all real. Oh, no. <laughs> and Strix will cast it finally on herself. Okay. And lifting yeah, the dr- lifting the burden of now she still feels normal dread. Yeah. And now she only she doesn't feel the shadow fell dread. Right. Okay. She's still like ah. Oh wait, that yeah. was just a normal scream. Now it's possible, based on your estimation, that this despair could overcome you again if you spend a whole lot longer in here. But you've given right. the party a reprieve. All right. At the cost of you know three spell slots. Woo! That feels good. Let's get out of here. All right. Where's the portal? Let's go. Also, at this point, Strix had found the blanket off of Meat Hook and brings it back to Dieth and is like, you're not looking great. Put this blanket on. <laughs> I'd, imagine, gore? I'd imagine... I'd imagine... Maybe. So I've imagined that with how... No, probably flapped of off him and then sort of lodged itself on top of a shattered mast. There you go. Yeah. Well, how much like the death curse has affected Dieth yes. and Strix puts like the blanket over him, I'd imagine it's pretty much almost a close mirror of when Dieth accepted the dark curse and Strix put the blanket or hood over him. It's, right. it's very similar to that. Yes. And the blanket feels like it weighs 90 pounds. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> oh, God. it's saturated with water and this is heavy and uh, you know, you're weak and frail. Okay. And then Strix, you're starting to look. Now Strix, you're not sure how you're gonna find a shadow portal. Um, you're, you're obviously close to one. This is a place of immense death. Count, uh, countless people have died here, but it could literally be anywhere. It could be in that ship, that ship, that ship. It could be, uh, you know, who knows. All right. Well, my death finder is now impaled. Is there a way that we can help? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, those two, they, they have an easier way of getting down there than I do. Can I use divine sense to see if I sense any, like, pockets of evil or good or anything like that? Yes. Mm-hmm. You are picking up some great evil nearby. Oh, good. <laughs> Just in case anyone's was wondering, there and, is a great evil nearby. And but that's that, not what we wanted. You're, you're, you sort of like spread your hands around and look and sort of wave them, or just sort of hold them out to sort of like, a, like you're a divining rod or something, trying to get a bearing on them. And you get the sense that they are below you, so farther down in the, and maybe in the stone of the cliffs, like maybe a cave? Or something. I don't know. It's not coming from the wrecks. It seems to be coming from closer to you and underneath you. Maybe that's where the portal is. I don't know if a great portal is inherently evil, but there is some evil, and I think it's under there, which means it's probably a hole, and I would assume that portals go real well in holes and caves and things. The ships are fine, though. Don't worry about those. You are actually picking up undead in the ships. Except for the undead. But they're not, you wouldn't call them like powerful life forces like a vampire or a lich, but there's definitely the presence of undead creatures moving around on the ships. Okay, oh. so maybe just ignore the ships. Let's not go on the ships. If you feel something from a cave, we should try that first. Okay, I'll go check it out. Wait, Ooh. no, we, we're all going to go together. Everyone's going together. We're not separating. Do you fly, but you, Evelyn, you're so, you took off and then you're like 30 yeah. feet away, do you come back or do you just keep on going? Uh, she's 30 feet away, but then Strix says we're all going together and so she kind of turns and like taps her foot in the air, like 
if she needs everyone to fly, uh, she can polymorph Dieth into something to fly. Cool. It's not oh. embarrassing at all. <laughs> all right. I'd like everybody Maybe to Maybe it's make, a cool bird, though. I'd like everybody to make perception checks. Oh. <laughs> uh, are you polymorphing Dieth at this point in time, Strix? Yeah, I'll turn him. I'll turn him into a, an eagle. That's a cool, bird. All right. Uh, are you voluntarily failing your saving throw? <laughs> it depends. A... Am I doing my perception check before, or after the polymorph? <laughs> An eagle has pretty good perception. Well, let's say after. I have pretty good perception. After. All right. I'll become an eagle. As an eagle, <laughs> as an eagle, you'll be very perceptive. Okay. Eagle. Okay. Um. Maybe not as perceptive as Dieth. I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Mine's actually pretty good. Okay. Here. An eagle? An eagle has... <laughs> oh, but here's, here's the thing. I'll let you use your perception, but you get advantage on your roll because you're an eagle. Hey! Oh. Whoa, that's way better. <laughs> uh, 29. Great. Uh, anybody else roll well? I have a 13. Four? Uh, 17. Okay, 17 and 29 is going to do it. Uh, Paulton and Dieth, and I should really check for Simon... Okay, Paulton and, and waffles. Dia. And waffles. Paulton and Dia, you see uh, swooping down upon you from high above a gigantic, oh no. Oh no. like rock sized bird. Oh. And it's black, and you realize it is a gargantuan raven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Screech! <laughs> and it swoops down and lands on top of the cliff behind you so that you are between it and the water. I come back now. Uh, do you want to uh, be an eagle anymore? <laughs> <laughs> and then it turns into thousands of ravens. <laughs> that just. Fine. Flurry and swarm <laughs> around you. Strix holds her arms out like in Barovia. My friends! And then it coalesces into a oh. figure. Oh. Oh no! Oh. Oh. Can you describe said figure? Yeah, it's about, it's like a six foot tall, vaguely human shaped mound of twigs, like a, I don't like like a, this. a walking nest. <laughs> oh, oh. That that's what I was wondering. I've seen it before. He's the only one of you who has, but now you all see it. How scary would you say this is? I would no longer like to be a bird. What languages do you all speak? <laughs> as soon as Dieth will give you, like, gives it strikes like the eyes of the eagle, like, ah, she'll turn him back into a person. <laughs> I speak common, elvish, and celestial, Chris. I speak uh, infernal and abyssal. Thieves can't. <laughs> common, elvish. Right, I know what you speak, Walton. Both of us uh, forgot to speak Elvish to Miranda. As this Poor thing, <laughs> as this thing makes noises that are completely unearthly, underneath that, you can hear, or Evelyn, you can hear that it's speaking celestial. Uh, no, 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 oh. no, 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 no. It finally comes in handy. Yep. This is fine. What does it say? <laughs> it says in celestial. 
the the okay she it, it has come for the chalice or and the hand do we have a chalice i mean which i say in celestial which hand my friend <laughs> it's all fancy the the chicken chicken chicker chicker something at this point in time, uh, Paulton's severed hand sort of crawls up onto his shoulder and looks a little. Oh, you mean hand? Oh, Paulton has a hand. Paulton. Uh, first of all, hi. Hope you've been well. You hear it say. And what she says is what what she says that you translate Evelyn is. Uh, she she says your fate has been stolen from you. Do, have you, you lost a fate no recently? You longer need those treasures. You don't need those treasures anymore. I, I ask, for what purpose did he need the treasures? <laughs> <laughs> Return them to me and I shall reward you. Oh, she says there's a reward if you give them back. Consolation prize. <laughs> a real nice prize. Give them back, give them back, give them back. Strix is like, it's a power, give them back, give them back. She's like on the ground covering her head. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, now, now let's think about this. I just grab him and just shut him <laughs> <laughs> Okay, when you do that, you see flying out of her are more ravens. And they go down, they swoop down, and they grab. They snatch up the hand, they snatch up the chalice and they start to fly off with them. Bye, Andrew! And she goes from being 40 feet away to being five feet away from you, Carlton. Just <gasps> like she's right there. <laughs> I hate when you do that! And you just look into this black void of this nasty face where there's nothing there except darkness. And uh, Evelyn, you translate the sounds that she makes, and she says... She pops up from behind her and says, she wants to know if there's something she can give you. <laughs> Just oh like God, awkward C-3PO style, like injecting herself <laughs> into the conversation. A portal, a portal, a portal. Strix is just yelling on the ground. I'm like, sure, hold on. I, I would I suggest maybe something that has to do with the death curse when fixing it. I know. She says she knows. If she knows, then I trust her. She says she knows what you want. Do you believe she knows what you want? What do you oh, want? I'm scared. I don't know. What? <laughs> like, uh, will she be more specific? Uh, pardon me, but could you be a little bit more specific? <laughs> she just explodes into ravens all around you. Just sort uh -oh. of flies past you, Paulton, all these beating wings up against your face. You kind of have to cover your eyes for an instant. And then she just turns into this vortex or tornado of these birds, flies up into the air. They all coalesce into a giant bird and fly off. Did she leave any gifts? Is there anything in your pockets? I think I liked it better when I didn't know what was real. You sort of look around. Everybody make perception checks to see what uh, she has done. Uh, you know, honestly, uh, 
I'm just going to say that Strix is crying on the ground and isn't even going to Okay, work. that's fine. <laughs> Perfectly fine. She's got her hat pulled so far yeah, down over her head. Just, she like, just feels going, the stitches rip out of part of it. Yeah, yeah, she's like, it's a power, it's a power. I'm just afraid to help, help, help. I got a very uncharacteristic 19. Okay. Ooh. Uh, 14. Good. 29. Uh, the three oh. of you who have eyes <laughs> to see, who are paying attention, turn around and see... At first, nothing seems out of the ordinary, um, but as you look over towards Simon, something has changed about him. His mouth. Uh, Simon? Um, he seems to have a more, instead of just like a hinged, dropping chin, there is an actual mouth there. And he sort of looks at all of you. <laughs> Look at that face! Goes. And that's where we'll stop for tonight. She's <laughs> <laughs> a real boy! He's a real boy, he's gonna talk to us! We need a portal! <laughs> that's not what Paulton needs. <laughs> oh my Guess god. That's not what I need. <laughs> Oh All my right. gosh. All right. I knew this episode I'm was going to so be good. I right. felt it in my bones. And that was a good episode. All right. I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, so tune in next week to find out what Simon says. And until then. <gasps> oh my, is that the episode title? That's the episode I'm title. Done. Simon I'm says. Done. That, is the episode, that is the episode title. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm done. Uh, all right, and uh, but anybody have any announcements they would like to share before we break away for the week? And we can go back to being sick or unconscious or whatever we were doing yes. prior to this stream. Uh, officially announced uh, today, uh, I will be at CoxCon in Ooh. England in July. Outstanding. So if anyone out there is from uh, in the Europe area, UK, England, whatever. When you uh, say England, what part of England? Out of curiosity. Ooh, I gotta double check. Okay, oh, don't sweat it. I'm just curious. <laughs> okay, but I'll I'll get more information. Look it up, folks. I'll, yeah, I'll be I'll be up there. So I'll I'll come into Europe. Yay! Woo! Is there a misclicking game tonight? Yes. Are you DMing? Lots of things. Yeah, I'm DMing my fourth session of Lost Minds of Fandelver. I'm a baby DM, and I'm learning my way. Uh, so we'll find out what happens tonight. I, I, uh, I'm just getting to the point where I'm probably going to be introducing an NPC, so I'm very excited. And, um, that's right after this at 6.30, so a half hour in between the two mm -hmm. shows on TV slash misclicks, M-I-S-S-C-L-I-K-S, and I think a lot of times they host on this channel. I don't know if they're going to tonight, but okay. you'll probably hang out here if you want. Um, as far as other D&D &D stuff... I'll let Holly talk about our show on Thursdays, but uh, we, Holly and I, are going to be at PAX East doing a special intimate um, tea time panel. So yeah. Holly and I are inviting you all to come have tea with us and ask us any questions you want. It'll be a lot like the Ask the Waffle Crew Anything panel that we did yeah. at PAX last time, except it's just Holly and me. And we'll get real personal. So uh, come and have tea with us. And Ross enjoy. might be in the audience, but we're going to make him serve us tea. <laughs> yeah, he can be the he can do the tea service. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that'll be on April seventh, which is Saturday of PAX at four thirty local time, and it will be streamed. 
So we'll keep you updated there. Watch our Twitters for more information about that. And then finally, uh, if you like watching cool game shows and things and would like to support a show that I'm producing for Twitch, please watch Stream On on Thursdays at 3 p.m. on twitch.tv slash twitch where we're looking to award a streamer basically a year's salary to level up their streaming career. And it's been fun. Yay. Oh, and also I'm going to post the prayer that I wrote for Evelyn on the subreddit, even though I changed a lot of it during the actual recitation. But if you want to read it, I'll put it there. Awesome. I loved that part. It was amazing. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I still have Trapped in the Birdcage on Thursdays, which has our lovely Anna as a kleptomaniac, if you want to watch her steal things and be totally not Evelyn. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's amazing. I have a special table that I roll on for the items that she gets. Um and uh, yes, I'll also be at PAX, but also with our, I'll be on our panel, but it was also announced that I will be on Acquisitions Inc. on stage and uh, Mike will be DMing. So I'll be DMed by Jim Dark Magic himself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, so uh, uh, Strix is very scared. Holly's very excited because Mike is an amazing DM, but it's yeah. uh, we'll miss you, Chris, but you know, please pray for me. It's all good. <laughs> Can't wait to watch. It's going to be awesome. Um, and I think that's other than our tea time and trapped in the bird cage. That's it. Nathan. Uh, I am ready to pass out. That's an <laughs> announcement. <laughs> Excellent. And as always, there's the Dice yes. Camera Action subreddit. You can always go to that and join in on the conversations and discussions and the fan art and fan fictions and the like. Yep. Let now, me know. Now let, me, let, me, let me know what Simon's first words should be. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll spam that link. Very good. All right. Then that's a wrap for today, folks. Uh, Thank you for watching, and uh, tune in next week when the Waffle Crew attempts to find their way out of the Shadowfell back into the real world. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash TOA, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash DCA. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.